Welcome to Making Space with Jen Pillipow, a podcast about authenticity and the subconscious personality layers protecting it. And welcome back to the podcast where we explore authenticity, the subconscious mind, the personality layers like people pleasing, perfectionism, inner child work, and how that all affects how we show up. Thank you for being here. I hope that you have enjoyed the podcast so far. This is going to be episode five, I believe. Um, and I haven't decided if this is going to wrap up the season or if there's going to be some more ongoing. We'll see how it flows. Um, but in this episode, I wanted to dedicate it fully to talking about integration because this is something that is really near and dear to my heart. And it's something that I felt really lacked and was really missing in my one-on-one work because Um, When I was doing RTT and seeing one-on-one clients, I was really just seeing them for one or two or three sessions. I hadn't really incorporated a full program around it yet. And so what I recognized is that I would see people and then that it would only be for one session or two session and then we wouldn't really have the time to work on the integration. And I think the integration is a vital piece of it. Because if we just keep showing up and just doing the work and doing the work, it's great on one sense. But on the other hand, we have to keep everything moving together. So in the sessions when we're working on just the subconscious mind or the conscious mind or both, we're not really bringing along emotions or the physical body or, and those things might need more time. Sometimes not. Every time is different. Sometimes it's the reverse. (laughs) But what we want to do is make sure that we're integrating all the pieces. And so that's why in my program, Making Space, we do, we chunk it out like that and we do make the space and we do allow time in between for integration. So in this episode, what I wanted to talk about is the integration and what, what I mean by that tactically what that looks like and logistically. So when I talk about integration, I'm talking about the ongoing process of checking in with both of our emotions and our physical body. And this is something that really started to click for me when I was doing Irene Lyons course, Smart Body, Smart Mind. If you haven't checked out her YouTube site yet, it is chock full of resources, free resources. She is an an incredible teacher. She's excellent at breaking down big concepts into an understandable way. I'll put her information in the show notes so that you can check her out if you haven't. But this is what started the practice with me of checking in with my physical surroundings on an ongoing basis. And I found that that really helped me round out checking in with my physical body and checking in with my emotions. And I still kind of chuckle at myself because uh, sometimes I'll pause and 
um, I think, okay, I'm just going to focus on being in my body for a moment. I'm just going to see like, where's my breath? How am I feeling sitting in this chair? What? And then I realize how much there is to be aware of. And then I think about all the times when I sit down and I start scrolling on Instagram and how much I'm missing. And when that happened, I took Instagram off my phone so that I'm not tempted to do that anymore. And when I find those moments, because just a segue here, if you're a parent, you'll understand this, especially with small children, that sometimes you are just out of nowhere, gifted five minutes, 10 minutes, and it's kind of like, oh, I could be doing something right now. And then you have, sometimes you spend the whole time just thinking about what you could do and then it's over. And so what I wanted to do is be really deliberate with those pockets of time as they pop up. And so I keep my Kindle on the couch. So when I have a few minutes, I know exactly what book I can go to and dive into for just a few minutes. Or I I know that I don't have social media on my phone anymore. So when I sit down, that's my time to just go in. Okay, where's my breath? What am I feeling? And what am I sitting on, lying on? And what does that feel like? What does that support feel like? And something that I started to ask myself a lot is, what does safety feel like? What does it feel like in my body? How do I know I'm safe? How do I recognize that I feel safety? There's so much to be aware of going on with the body and the sensations and the feelings. And those are two different definitions, right? The sensations like tingling, hot, cold, and then feelings, you know, angry, sad, and all the nuances within that. There's just a whole world (laughs) to explore and to never be bored with. And there's so many things that can distract us from that. So integration to me is the lifeline, the daily lifestyle activities that are a thread throughout the other work to help support it. You could almost think of it like stretching in order to be a long distance runner. That the more you ask of your body physically, the more you need to give back to it, the more you need to stretch, the more you need to do physio and massage and acupuncture and really take care of yourself so that your body can keep showing up for you. And if we think about the subconscious work in that way too, you know, when we're diving in and we're getting to, we're meeting our inner child and we're starting to hear and acknowledge their needs and start to meet those needs. And then we meet the part of us that sabotages and and understand, get clarity around why it's doing that and, and how we can prove that we can show up and support ourselves and they don't need to do that anymore. As we're doing that kind of deep subconscious diving, we also want to be supporting that work with checking in with our breath, understanding what safety feels like, understanding First of all, what we're feeling, acknowledging that, seeing ourselves, and valuing that, learning to value our own emotions. If that wasn't taught to us, that is such an important step. Your emotions matter. What you feel matters. It is worthy. It is valid. Even if people disagree with you, even if people don't like it, it is still valid. You are still worthy. So I teach integration as its own module in the Making Space course. 
but it's something that I encourage people to continue on an ongoing basis. This is something you invite into your life, just like brushing your teeth, that you start to learn to acknowledge yourself. And then it's so much easier to meet your needs and meet the needs of the inner child in a healthy way. And then when you go in and do this subconscious deep work, your body can meet you. And because your body is starting to understand what safety feels like, you can make those transformations much easier, so much easier. Because transformation is not easy. It is hard. It feels very uncomfortable. There have been times in my my transformations that I've experienced that I've just felt like climbing out of my skin. It was so uncomfortable. And so to have these grounding practices that you can go back to, to support those feelings and to know that you're safe allows you to make that transition better. And that's why in the program, I also do monthly integration calls where we can talk about, you know, what are you experiencing? What's coming up for you? How can we facilitate this transformation? And you do it within a a community of people doing the same thing so that we can all support each other. So if you're listening to this podcast and then that tells me that you love personal development and you probably have so many books and so many courses and you've worked with so many coaches and you've got all these different tools. So as you're doing these, if whoever or whatever you're working with isn't teaching you the integration pieces, know that you can bring this in for yourself, that you can take a few moments every day to just connect in. That might just mean at first, just kind of looking around your space, taking your eyes off a computer for a little bit, or you're away from your phone and just checking in with your surroundings and what do you see and then noticing how that makes your body feel and then noticing how your body feels notice what that does to your breath and again in my brain boss podcast which i which you can still find on itunes and other podcast platforms it's not a private one uh, season three is all about self-awareness and i talk about how Different people have different awareness styles. So some people will really connect into the physical, the physical body. Some people will really connect into their physical surroundings. Some people to their breath. And just knowing what your type is will help you anchor in to start, just to get started. And then you'll find the other ones come pretty easy. But it's a good way to just start the habit of becoming more self-aware. And again, the reason for all of that is to start to build that internal safety so that you know yourself, you trust yourself, you can acknowledge yourself, you can identify your emotions, all supporting your transformation, especially in the in-between places, especially in the liminal space, right? Because as you start letting go of things, you start letting go of old patterns, old limiting beliefs, old subconscious programming, there's a little bit of space, sometimes long, sometimes short, before you fully step into the next space. And that's the uncomfortable part. So if you know how to support yourself in that transition, in that liminal space, you're going to find so much more ease into stepping in and what you're making space for is what's coming in next. And it's just going to feel a lot more comfortable, as comfortable as you can make something that is uncomfortable. (laughs) 
And there are so many examples of this in other modalities. If you think about yoga, the end of every yoga class is a shavasana or a meditation where you're sealing in that practice. There's also, as I already mentioned, stretching after a workout or stretching before a workout. And that makes me think of transitions. So I think transitions are incredibly undervalued, unnoticed, and so important. And this may be, I'm not sure of this hypothesis, check it out for yourself, but this might be a personality trait thing. I know that I don't do transitions easily and I need to give myself a lot of space and grace with that. So for example, um, as I'm ending my workday, before I'm moving into kind of family life, we'll call it, I know I need a transition. I need either a workout or a meditation, or if I don't have a lot of time, I, I still need an acknowledged moment before I switch from my workday to my home life. Otherwise, it doesn't flow and I feel kind of discombobulated. And maybe you are the same way and, and maybe not. But that's just an example of a small transition. There are big transitions too that I know I need more space and time for. And so I make allowances for that because I know this about myself. I give myself space for it. So what about you? What have you noticed about transitions? Do you notice that you need a transition between work and home? Do you notice you need a transition before evening and bedtime? Or when you wake up? Or after eating a meal? I find that I need that too, actually, after I have a meal, like I need kind of a, a moment to allow digestion and to just finish that activity before I move on to the next, I don't know, maybe that's just me. <laughs> I've noticed I need a transition when I drop my kiddo off at daycare because sometimes in that liminal space before I move on to the next thing, there's some emotion there that needs to be processed or that comes up that bubbles up to the surface and sometimes not much at all, but sometimes there's guilt that comes up. Sometimes there's a sadness or a longing that I don't need to make mean anything, but I get to explore it and acknowledge it before I move on. Because here's the thing, when I just speed through everything like what I used to do, None of that stuff would get processed and it would just accumulate, take up a whole bunch of space in my body and my mind until I either eventually blew up, got burnt out, crashed, or it would just come out in a weird, inappropriate way. And so I noticed when I gave myself some space with transitions that that shifted. And that's just integrating. That's just integrating and processing as I go throughout my day. And it's something that I've gotten a whole heck of a lot better at and I still practice at. And again, I've said this in another episode, but this is not a linear process. This is not about being perfect. It's really not about being perfect, obviously, but it's also, there's no end point. I'm not trying to get somewhere. I want to just continue to learn and grow and that allows me to do it. So think about your own personal development journey. What are you focused on? What are you trying to shift? What are you trying to change, disrupt, upgrade? And how would integration support this process? What would that look like for you? And it would look different for everybody. 
For some people, it might be the physical body awareness. Like, how is my body feeling? What does safety feel like in my body? How do I know I feel safe? It might be just taking more breaks throughout the day while you're working or when you're with your family or you're with friends. You're just pausing to notice what's around you. What are you experiencing in this moment and to really ground yourself in the present? For some people, it might be more emotions. It might be constantly checking in. What am I feeling? And instead of just falling back on mad, sad, happy, all the really common ones, stressed. Stress is one that people tend to use as an umbrella term. Really breaking down the nuance. Okay, well, what am I really feeling? Restlessness dissatisfaction, disappointment, joy. And where do I feel that in my body? What does that feel like? How do I know that that's what I'm feeling? Acknowledging yourself, seeing yourself, and then asking what you need from there. And this will help support all your transformations and transitions. And if you need more help with this, if you need a community of support around you, I do have a program that you can learn more about called Making Space, the program. And we go through all those things. We go through inner child work, people-pleasing, perfectionism, the subconscious mind, RFPI. We go through all of this in a way that is supported with monthly integration calls. So that I can help answer any questions that you have. And it's so great to be with a community of people that are doing the same thing because so often I've noticed anyway in my life where I'm doing things that nobody else is doing and it can feel really isolating and you don't know if what you're experiencing is is what you should be experiencing or something's going wrong or what's happening. And so so great to be on the journey with other like-minded people and if you want to learn more about what this program entails you can apply to get some more information and i'll provide the link in the show notes all right as always i would love to hear your response to this is integrating something you already do is it something that you know you should do but you don't is it something that is new to you i'd love to hear where you're at with this and you can email me at info at jenpillipow.com. I personally respond to all my emails. You can also find me at Facebook and Instagram at jenpillipow. And again, I respond to all those messages personally and I'd love to hear from you. So until next time, whatever that may be, make some space for yourself. This podcast is recorded in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan on Treaty 6 territory, the traditional land of the Cree people and the homeland of the Métis Nation. If you're not sure whose land you're on, I invite you to get curious by visiting native-land.ca. The podcast music is called An Exciting Future by Elliot Middleton.